0: G'day, trendsetters. Welcome to episode 698 of the TrainSmooth podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or send me through an email, timatransmooth.com. And this is about the time I'd be saying, oh, you can follow my training at coronavirus.com. But I finally found an answer to what all those fake gurus and creatively bankrupted marketing departments would always smash at us what's your why what's your why and i finally found the answer to that and it's uh yeah nah i i, I i've struggled with that it, I, I don't know why so i'm uh, i'm pulling the pin on coronavirus.com i'm just gonna just let it sit there and when i'm ready to actually you know b- develop that site into a website for your know, average Age group are wanting to qualify for the Ironman World Championships, then I'll develop it then. But I won't worry about posting my own crap on there. That anyway. I'm um, talking about yeah. Nah. At the moment, Australia's going to the polls this weekend for um, for a referendum, and you can either vote yes or you can vote no. And it, it just shows you how out of touch the Australian politicians are these days. It's just we're Aussies. We don't answer the words yes or no. It's either yeah nah or no nah, yeah. That's that's how we do things. It's it's you know it's. It's been like that forever. It's, you know, we're Ockers. We're supposed to go, uh, yeah, nah, or nah, yeah. That, 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 that's it. And, you know, for the people who are listening, you go, what the hell was that? It's, you know, whatever you, the response is at the last is your actual answer. So if you, you know, you want to answer no, you go, yeah, nah. Or if you want to answer yes, it's nah, yeah. It, that That's how we work. That's that's, that's Australia. yeah, it's, it's got me buggered. Anyway, uh, a lot has been going on I could fill a whole podcast up at the moment Just with what's been going on in my little world With just me gibbering But I know, for, you know I'm assuming you guys haven't tuned in to listen to me gibber on And we we'll just talk about me Which it, it is a, a pretty cool subject I, I, I gotta admit Today, Anyway, today's question comes from Livingston who escaped the smart-ass comment from me on his Facebook today. He's, he posted it looking tremendous in his train smooth kit, by the way. And I I was going to make fun of his hair, but then I realised uh, I'm probably not in a position to make fun of anyone's hair, not having any hair. And, and also, I, um I don't know, I... I'm a I'm a natural born smartass, and so but I I can't remember ever posting something smart aleck to him on Facebook, so I thought I'll oh, better not. But anyway, yeah, you, you escaped that. Anyway, Livingston, right? Uh, question for the podcast: Can you go over run cadence? What's the ideal cadence? Should it be on oh, the higher side? I have always gone by how I feel, and I've always averaged in and around that hundred and sixties. What's more, what's more efficient for seventy point threes? What should the cadence be for easy interval running at five k's, ten k pace, and so so forth, and so forth? And so, Livingston runs at a, re- a cadence of around one hundred sixty-four steps a minute, and so, I'll just gibber a little bit more and amanara um ah a little bit, you, because. She- <laughs> It depends greatly on the athlete, you know, this is where, you know, it depends, everyone's different, what works for one person won't work for the blah 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 blah, you want some solid answers, I understand that, so, a good way of looking at it is, um, as as you're running, you want to spend as much time as you can in the air, more or less, so... You, it all comes down to ground contact time. Obviously, there's a lot more little bits into it, technique, you know, all all that. But ground contact time will dictate um, whether you really need to increase your run cadence or not. Some I've, I've worked with some athletes who um, we, we it had to be a major focus before moving forward on increasing their run cadence. Um, and there's a little a few little things you can do to to increase run cadence. Um, so if you if if you're not sure what your ground contact time is um garmin has little foot pods stride has it um there's all sorts of little um wearables that that will be able to tell you ground contact times and so uh, for for instance and it, it depends on the length of your legs and it, so for instance, if you were a heel striker, there's a very good chance your ground contact time's way higher than it probably should be, um, and it, it, again, it depends. 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 But, but we'll move around, sidestep the depends, and we'll work in generic forms here. So, for instance, if your ground contact time was, let's say, oh, uh, um, longer than three hundred milliseconds, chances are you could probably benefit from um, increasing your run cadence. Um, so, if you look, if you looked, at, for instance, at General, um, well, for for instance, your elite marathon runner is going to have a ground contact time of under two hundred milliseconds. Generally, um, and your average marathoner is going to be around that two fifty ish milli- two hundred fifty millisecond ish um, a decent one. So, let's say you're three hundred and fifty milliseconds per your ground contact time right we're going to start increasing it let's say your run cadence is um, 160 steps or 158 steps or whatever so you you don't want to do, and you you think you're going to have to increase it by 10 steps a a minute you don't really want to jump straight up to 10 steps a minute the risks of injury becomes um, a little bit High um, And it's mentally taxing And it's unenjoyable And it's not a lot of benefits From making huge jumps When it comes to run cadence Straight away So So over over the next three weeks, or the next two weeks, or the next four weeks, depending on you know many different little things, you can um, say right, I'm going to have my run cadence on my watch so I can see it, see the number, and I'm just going to increase it by two steps a minute, and and that's all you're really focusing on. You you just keeping a, an eye on it every now and again. You might want to pick one session a week where it's you know it's virtually glued to your eyelid, where you know you could be going four minutes at you know, whatever the cadence number is you're trying to target, 30 seconds easy without looking at it. And you can slowly progress it from there. And while the other runs that week is you're looking at it, but it's, you know, you might be only looking at it every 30 seconds, every minute, every two minutes, whatever, but you're keeping a half an eye on it to make sure you're in that range of an extra two steps, maybe four steps. You wouldn't want to be jumping up any higher than that to be on the safe side. Um, and you can just slowly monitor and progress it from there and see if, it, you know, right, it's now feeling pretty natural, I'm not really needing to focus too much and I'm hitting this number, now it's time to increase it by another two steps a minute for the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. Um, so that so that's generally a good way of doing it. Another way is, and I've only, um, and, and this is I've actually started doing today for um, my son of all things, he's, he's running is absolutely horrible, um, but there's a backstory to that but we one of the focus he's got a one session a week where it's a run cadence focus session and so what what we did today is eight minutes warm up on the bike at a cadence of his run of a cycling cadence between 95 RPM and 100 RPM and then straight onto the treadmill where he, he, he where I have an exact um, cadence set for him to, to, to hold for four minutes and then he puts his um, legs on the side of the treadmill and have a 30 seconds rest straight into another four minutes uh, at that cadence and so that's how I'm building him but I'm very keen to work and find out that, that um, if help if doing that um, eight minute five. which generally going to be between five and ten minutes but eight minutes of um, high cadence on the bike it's super easy to, we're, we're not really getting out of zone one so to speak um, but' he's, he's got that cadence of 95 to 100 rpm just just to get that leg leg speed moving and then straight onto that treadmill ready to, ready to go so I'm very keen to see how that that worked that's a little experiment I'm uh, I'm I'm using him as a guinea pig which i do have another um, guinea pig running at the moment which i'm super keen on um uh, which has nothing to do with any of this but i okay i mentioned him the other day or the other on on a recent podcast the the, um the athlete who i've been coaching the longest since 2015 and um he's reached he said i'm thinking of buying a um a rowing machine we, you can we add this into my training <laughs> God, And absolutely we can uh, because instantly because he, he's an athlete who we haven't got any plans for in in training we, you know, right this at the moment anyway and it's been like this for a, a good couple of years where we haven't got um right i want to target this race or, or or whatever we just keep him 90 95% peak formed all year round he says i want to race tomorrow i want to race this saturday at such and such event he goes do, he goes does it he generally either wins the race outright podiums or wins his age group or podiums in his age group he's a very very good athlete and so, though he generally targets... it was targeting 70.3s, but um, just kind of does a bit of everything. But one thing I instantly pricked up for and said, mate, mate, have I got a bloody thing for you? I, I've had it in my mind for a little while now that that moment where athletes come out of the water and um, run through transition one grab their bikes and off and their heart rate has just skyrocketed and and all of a sudden it takes a while for that heart rate to come back down and their, their power is a little bit lower or they feel you know i feel great and, and that which keeps the heart rate even skyrocketed and and i always wonder i wonder if if you know one do one type of training we could do i wonder if we did um a rowing or like jumped on a rowing machine smashed out a rowing intervals um, straight onto the bike and see what happens with heart rate over periods of times. And so we're we're four weeks into this little experiment that I'm I'm running. And I and this is a wildly unscientific type of um, I'm sure. Like it's a you could poke a thousand. An average person should be able to poke a thousand holes in my experiment here. And so anyone with a scientific background just should, would. Oh, they'd be just shaking their heads with the um, with the amount of holes in my in my experiments I'm running. But it's still interesting to me. So we've got a protocol where he does a bit of a warm up, then he does three minutes hard, um, followed by three minutes easy on the rowing machine and then straight onto the bike at 75% of FTP oh, at IMN power for 10 minutes straight and then he can go into the rest of his long bike ride, which is three hours. But I'm, I'm very keen to follow what, ha- what his heart rate does in that three minutes hard on the rowing machine followed by, um, it was either two or three minutes easy on the rowing machine, followed by straight onto the bike. I'm, I want to see what happens with his heart rate for that first 10 minutes at uh, around 75% of FTP um, on the on the power side. Even though he doesn't target Ironman at all, he's never done one. Not interested in it at this stage. I'm very, but I'm, but he's doing this experiment for me. And so I, we're four weeks into it. We're we're going to do it over a six week period to see any trends. I'm so that that's a little bit of a a cool thing that I'm i'm playing with at the moment i've got a f- i've got a few different little bits of experiments going but he's he's um he's doing well he's my little guinea pig there but anyway i think i've jibed on enough if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode here we are.